There's no time like the present. Hello. <laughs> Welcome to episode 41 of What's the Buttons. Um, I'm here. Reese is here. Let's do this shit. <laughs> Ash has been on nights again, so I've been I've been I've been told to not shout um, at him and in general. Uh, so we have to keep this a nice, quiet, uh, lovely place. You can shout and you can moan at me, but just there won't be none coming back from me. I haven't got the energy to fight back. Oh, that's fantastic. That's absolutely great. That's get the perfect... it out of your fucking system. No, I haven't really got anything to whinge about, if I'm honest. <laughs> the weather's fucking miserable. We're both tired. Ash is understandably more tired than I am. The only real major positive to, to come from today is that I am potentially after this getting the watch the buttons t-shirts. Um so they'll be quite cool but I have this horrible feeling that they're going to be shit like the hoodies. Mm-hmm. And I I, I I said to Steph I said if this one isn't the if this doesn't work I give up. I give up with the whole merch side of it because it's a fucking pain in the ass. <laughs> it sucks man, it sucks. I don't know if anyone listening's ever done it before but it's fucking annoying. You sound like you got a cold. Don't give it to me. Please. I have got a cold. Oh, I have got sake. a cold. <laughs> uh, I've had three hours sleep I'm struggling on focusing on anything at the moment but I'm going to do my very best don't say I'm not committed right Pokemon <laughs> Pokemon so, in classic me fashion I'm obsessed with Destiny I'm obsessed with Valheim and I've played neither basically <laughs> You're the, so we we did exactly what we did with No Man's Sky except we dropped it even quicker I do it with every single game I play <laughs> I have jumped in and out of Destiny this week, so I won't go. I won't go too hard on Destiny, but it's it's Clarky's fault. Well, what's he doing? Well, back back when, back a bit of time ago, when I started getting Pokemon cards, yeah, I swung in on him one day and I was like, "Look at my Pokemon cards. Look at my Nintendo Switch." And he went, "Yes, bought one there and then on Amazon." Ever since that Nintendo Switch has turned up, he's put like 250, 300 hours in Pokemon Scarlet. <laughs> but bearing in mind, we used to play this when we were kids, like, you know, mm. 14, sitting on our windowsills of our Game Boys playing Pokemon Red. The times don't change, man. I was doing no. the same shit. But yeah, so every every like, every like five years or so, we end up with like a DS and we play Pokemon or something. But this, this one's different. Mm. Why? Because modern technology. Mm-hmm. Why? Because now you can play against other people in a PvP. Yeah, arena. boy. Oh, yeah. So, Clarkie is the GOAT, and I admit it. He knows. I've said, look, you're the GOAT at turn-based games. He, for Gwent, the competitive scene of Gwent, I got right into Gwent. He never played a card game before. I went round his. I said, look at this. He went, I don't know what's going on. <laughs> but he ended up far exceeding my ability. And he almost qualified for professional tournaments. Uh, like he was on pro ladders. Did he stuff. never give Hearthstone a go? No, nah, he was never interested nah, in that. Was, he was just in, Gwent was his first like experience, mm. and I think he just loved that. Um, and now, obviously, with Pokemon also being a turn-based thing, he's just he's he's already into the top thousand or top five thousand in the world. Yeah, on the rank ladder, he's in. What a sweaty nerd! Yeah, well, he's just he's just. Does he's he listen? Very yeah. He's just very like calculated. He's just very good at. He's one step ahead. Yeah, like a chess player. Yeah, yeah. He knows I think, what you're going to do. I think he'd be good at chess. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I think uh, so. Since he was like, look, you got to get on this PvP shit. I was like, all right, I, and I liked it. I tried it, just the casual mode. 
But I knew that once I got into it, it had sucked me in. Mm. And it's not sucked me in, it sucked me dry. (laughs) (laughs) It's it's a bit nutty. (laughs) I would, it would hurt your head if I went into (coughs) why. Because it's not just a case of um, just, you know, luck. You don't, oh, he's super effective against him. Mm. The thing is with Pokemon games is then they don't teach you how to raid and they don't teach you how to PvP. Any Pokemon game, you just pick a Pokemon, you go to the gym, you go, uh, fire beats grass. Super effective, win. Yeah, pretty much. But you don't, you know, ever since I was a kid, even now, there's no like defensive moves there's no stat reducing moves you don't need yeah them. you fuck you them just, all off straight out yeah you learn a move you go does this do damage right, that one yeah. Yeah, yeah. does that one do damage <laughs> yeah. get rid yeah, yeah 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 but they're the most important moves raise defence by five fuck no. off exactly yeah. I'll have lightning bolt exactly that so <laughs> obviously you have to learn a completely different way of playing Pokemon um, which you never learn through any conventional Pokemon games in your life you just get rid of all them moves but here they're the most important moves now, where the fun really is, is the different the different styles of Pokemon. So you could have, say for example, you've got a <clears throat> Annihilate. I've got an Annihilate. They'll be completely different. Yeah, Because yeah. once you catch them, they'll have different like stats to them. So they have different, so there's a thing called EVs, which is effort values. And there's a thing called IVs, which is individual values. And you can see these stats. Now... There's ways to manipulate them, to get them faster, to get them bulkier, to get them better special defense, better special attack. There's all different ways to get them how you want them. You can feed them things. You can breed them to get certain moves that you can only get if you breed them. Mm. It goes deep, like so deep. So obviously that is where the fun is. So you build your team, you go into battle, you're coming up against Pokemon that you don't know how quick they are, how quick yours are. Because going quick is being fast is important. Yeah, yeah, you want that first hit. I think so. Like yeah. I said to Clarky, I want to be. I don't like reacting to other people's because then you're always chasing. Mm. Mm. But yeah, he's he's just he's like a he's like the overlord. So I've been round his a uh, couple of nights this week, and he's been teaching me his ways, much like a Jedi master. <laughs> I was I was the master uh, in Gwent, and then he overtook me. The apprentice overtook the master. And now he is the master. Basically oh, like us, us and Elden Ring. Essentially, yeah. Although yeah. that you never exceeded me. You just... You know, let's, let's not keep surpassed you, that. bro, quite a lot. All right. Well, I'm too tired to fight. You're the best. Um, <laughs> if you ever want me to just say you're good at something... We'll clip just, that. <laughs> just ask me now and yeah, you we'll will. We'll have that as a soundbite. But um, yeah, I've, I've got pretty good. I mean, he's in Master Ball <coughs> rank. So when you reach Master Ball rank, you, uh, you hit the pro ladder. Mm. And he's now... Uh, he hasn't gone too hard on it because it's the end of the season the season resets tonight but he's like 3,000th in the world or something I um, I was like one win away yesterday from reaching master ball rank which is pro ladder mm. yeah, yeah. Um, obviously I wouldn't have been as high up in the world as him but I, I would have nearly I nearly reached it but it's one of them if you lose you go down you go yeah yeah so, yeah, yeah I, I got one win and Clarky was there to witness it and he was proud of me and I was proud of myself but I was tired you know, but I did my best, and that's all you can do. So I'm all in on Pokemon, grinding, finding Pokemon, leveling them up, nurturing them, creating. Um, Pv PvP is always one of those aspects of gaming where it's so 
vastly different to player versus environment. Um, and I've always had a soft spot for player versus player, not your traditional like first-person shooter type, but PvP in, in different aspects. So obviously my massive one is, is World of Warcraft. Um, and it's, it is that the fact that you're playing against other people who are trying to create their own style of play. I, I find that it, it's, it's almost like you're working towards something because you're, you're not playing against a computer. You're playing against someone that actually has a brain and, and, and has their own thoughts and feelings and, and, and the different ways that they, that they're with their play styles. Um, so I've always enjoyed player versus player. And I think this sounds very, very fun, um, especially with how in depth it sounds. It, it does seem like you can your your team is is like sculpted with your own hands, which gives you even more purpose to want to play and, and get better. And I'd imagine you can really go in deep with the fucking what Pokemon's do this fucking ability and what is what what can you do to counter that? What can I do to to defend against that? Bloody bloody blah. You can go real fucking sweaty with it what i love about it is i i didn't want to do it because i knew what time investment it'd be as well because obviously i didn't have i've got a lot of pokemon none of them are battle ready for pvp they're all just for uh pve yeah. um and there's with um the things called evs the effort values when you battle with that pokemon it will get better <coughs> in a certain in a certain way so the more you battle with a pokemon you you kind of you can only have a certain amount of evs mm. on a pokemon so if you've used it too much um in in the in the game not in pvp then it will have spiked in a different area so if you look at my my evs on some pokemon like it'll be like a hexagon you know the hexagon grass yeah, yeah, yeah it's all over the place where they've battled in all sorts but if you look at the ones that are now crafted to be pvp is a very thin line mm. speed yeah. and physical or whatever yeah. you want to build it into but because i didn't have a team of six months which you use four anyway but you have six to choose from in your team um i knew that it'd take me a long time and it's a lot of resource gathering to get the stuff that you want and it costs a lot of money not real life money um so it's a lot of grinding to get the gear to get the stuff to level up and buy the things you need and blah mm. blah uh, so what we did was Clarky lent me or gave me traded his starter team that he built. So I had all Clarky's team, and it's cool because you can go into the the Pokemon and see his original trainer, Mister Ouija. Mister mm, Ouija. Um, so yeah, he caught it. Tells you the date he caught it, where he caught it. It's so very it's, cool. Um, it's very cool. So I've used his starter team, but then he has a lot of these Pokemon around his squad. He swaps in and out, but a lot of the Pokemon that are the same, he's built completely different. <coughs> so we've got multiples of the same Pokemon, but they're built in different ways. They hold different items. They have different uh, IVs and EVs and all sorts of shit. And um, with Pokemon Home, where you can transfer game, uh, Pokemon from Pokemon Go yeah, yeah, yeah. and then to games and stuff like that, uh, the possibilities are endless. You know, you, you, These Pokemon that I'm using in this game, I could end up using in the next five Pokemon games. Mm. Once I've transferred them to Pokemon Home, transferred them to the next game, mm. and used them in that. You, you, I could have a Pokemon that I've used for 15 years in yeah. battle yeah, yeah. that I caught, and it will still say the same date. It's just all very cool, man. It's something, something special about like building a bond with a Pokemon and, and then having it and training it. And well, that's gaming, man. You put, um, oh you put the time and the effort into something and you do get a bond with it. 
it's just it's just how bonds work it's 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 a it's a love affair of of your 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 sacrifice in your time to to better yourself in in this game so yeah of course you're going to fucking care about it of course it's going to mean something to you if you're not into gaming then you won't understand it if you're not so, into gaming what are you listening for you weirdo if you're not into gaming go fuck yourself but it, it, the whole the whole um time equals love kind of thing it is if you spend a lot of time on a game you grow attached to whatever it is that you're doing and i like that especially with something like pokemon that shit should you should feel like that's your team that you've worked desperately hard on because in actual pokemon that's that's the crack that's what that's what you do um you 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 catch your pokemon and you grow you grow a bond with them um, so it's cool that they've been able to somewhat uh, transfer that into into a video game. I like that. It's good. It's very good. I'm, I'm having a lot of fun rooting for Clarky. I want to see him on the on the big stage on the tournaments. That would be so sick. Watching him on YouTube at these little tournaments, <laughs> playing for the big bucks. Like a fortnight event, he ends up with winning like sixty-seven million or something like It'd that. It'd just be cool Fucking... to see him because he's that good. He really is. I, you know, I was watching him. Because um, how it works is <coughs> you put your team in you want. So you'll start your team. You'll go, right, I want these six Pokemon. And then it will search for a trainer. And then it will come up with their team sheet of their six Pokemon. Mm. But you can only use four of them. So you don't know what four they're going to use. They don't know what four you're going to yeah, use. Yeah, so it makes it a little bit more... So yeah, so yeah. you're looking thinking, right, if he pulls that out, is he going to use them too? And then obviously you want to normally build around a certain game plan so you might start with well i want to go we want to go with speed here or they might come out with uh terrain manipulation to make electric moves harder you just don't Mm. know so you want to try and work out what pokemon they're going to start with to counter that you want to work out what their game plan is you want to nullify it as quickly as possible but when i'm sitting there with clarky i'm like what 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 do you think he's going to do he's 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 looked at their team sheet. He already knows what the first two Pokemon they're going to put out are. He mm. knows what the game plan is. He's like, in the middle of the game, he'll be like, I bet he's going to use this next, pull that Pokemon out, bring this one in. And I was like, how are you? And they're doing it. He reads them like books. It's, it's genius. And what, what I love about this is that there, where I wouldn't probably, I wouldn't say meta, but there will be a, probably a, a, a distinct line that people will will follow in terms of builds and different types of Pokemon on what works well with what and what bracket is good with what. And there's always that one black sheep where you may know exactly what every single Pokemon is going to do and what they're good for and what they are used for and what 99% of people are doing with these Pokemon. But there'll always be that 1% where they do something completely different with a team that you you did not even think was possible or have never seen before and you'll come across it maybe once in your fucking playing career and you'll go what the fuck was that like what was that because that sort of shit happened that's with this type of pvp where you have that maneuverability that type of stuff is there are those creative people that will push the boundaries and and make a build of something that wasn't intended to do that but it worked out anyway that's exactly what he does. His favourite Pokemon, much like most people's, is Gengar. Mm. And he's like, Gengar's in my team. Like, just, yeah. you know, no one uses Gengar. Yeah. But because no one uses him... You don't know they, what to do against they him. They don't expect him. Yeah, yeah. So while you see the same sort of teams turn up, 
He's a, he's rocking out, getting, be like, what, what's he gonna do then? Bang, and he's he's turning yeah. it over. It's it's yeah. great. It's always fun. We've always been the same. We've always liked to go against the grain. I'd rather you look at what the meta is, not to follow it, but to counter it. It always feels better going against the grain because mm. I'm I'm such a stickler for looking at metas when it comes to World of Warcraft, and I I get so heavily influenced by them. But I'm, yeah, I'm I am working very. It sounds ridiculous, but I'm working very hard to not be influenced by that because I feel like it ruins my gaming experience. And when it comes to arenas, so like 3v3s, 2v2s and shit like that, um, <clears throat> I'm very, very good at healing on a, on a class called a monk. I'm just very good at it. They're shit healers. If you look at any of the tables, they're right down the bottom, but I'm fucking good at it. I'm really good at it. So when I do arenas on that thing, people don't expect it because monks don't like monk healers don't play those arenas. So like you just said, people don't know what to what to do against it because they don't see them. So I am a lot better than what other people are because it's a class that I know, but I play it completely differently to how other people would because I don't like following that grain. I go against it because I know what I'm doing. And I love that type of shit. I'm I'm so all for that. So to hear Clarkie's doing something like that is, is cool because normally those types of people, they're never, they're never on top, but they're fucking close to it because people just can't work them out. And then you, it's always cool when you get people following them. Slowly, yeah, people well, start doing the same shit. The geezer's just won the latest tournament with a move that <coughs> nobody uses and hasn't used in like mm. ten years. It's mm. a move where uh, I can't remember what it's called, <coughs> but the, after three turns, every Pokemon dies. Mm. Um, that's there, so uh, you can obviously take your Pokemon out, but there's a way to keep them trapped there and stuff like that. And he won the tournament like that because no one's expecting it. Yeah, like, what, yeah. what's this? What the fuck's he doing? Yeah, you want that funky shit, man. Yeah, it's it's very cool. I've done it with uh, one of the, just put on one of the. I can't remember. I think it's called Volcarana. One of the Pokemon I'm using. I've put a psychic move on it. It's it's no one else is going to use a psychic move on it. Mm. So when I pull it out, people are like, "Oh, that's all right. It's not. I'm not weak against that." Well, you are when I use the psychic move, dickhead. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, yeah. you don't expect that. And um, it flusters people when you throw out something yeah. that they just aren't expecting. It might it might only be one move out of because it's four it's four four attacks you have in it. So you might only have one move out of the four that is completely fucking out of nowhere. And sometimes that might not even be intended to actually do anything, but just throw off your opponent because you you throw out a move that no one's fucking using. They will go, what the what is this guy on about? And if you're sitting high in the in the in the brackets, you're obviously there for a reason. You're not just a fucking idiot at the bottom who 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 doesn't know what they're doing yet. Um, so yeah, the mind games of it are very cool. It makes them doubt every move they go on forward from that. Cause yeah, they don't know anymore. You go, what has this guy got? If he's pulling out psychic, what? And obviously, <laughs> what you know how Pokemon works. You know, fires strong against grass. Bloody mm. bloody blah. blah, blah. <laughs> but in po in uh, Violet and Scarlet, they introduced something called terrestrialization, which is basically once a game, you can terrestrialize one of your Pokemon and change its type entirely. So, yeah, I like so that. So you can be like, you, cool. you, to any type, but you can change it manually, but you have to collect Terra Shards or whatever. But So you could have a you could have a Charizard, but and then have halfway through the game, and just turn it into a water type. Yeah. Therefore, still doing fire moves, but now is is not weak against... So, oh, what, you can do it mid-game? You can yeah. change it? Oh, yeah. right, that's cool. Until, that's it, cool. until it dies, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. have that. So, now, all of a sudden, Charizard is, is water. Um, 
and and he won't be vulnerable. <laughs> That's to, crazy, isn't yeah. it? Charizard's a water type. Yeah, so <laughs> it just changes the game completely because now you just don't know what Pokemon are going to do what. You, that, that's like another, that's another layer, layer of of complete fuckery. It happens all the time. It's but crazy. They, they throw out a grass type. I'm like, right, I'm going to pull out my Volcarana who's got Flame Blast. Everyone knows that he's got Flame Blast or whatever. Mm. Pull it out They and you go, you, you press your move. Flame Blast, you're going to cook. You're going to be one shot. And then all of a sudden, they've terrestrialized it. And it's completely changed to water, and they, yep. they've preempted that. Yeah, yeah. So they yeah, know yeah. what you're doing. Yeah. And you're like, oh fuck! And now I'm weak against that, and they'll and they'll do you. It's 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 yeah. It makes another it's another layer. And obviously, Pokemon have dual types now. A lot of the time, they're not just bug or water. They'll be bug and dark. Yeah, 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 yeah. So the damage yeah. will be reduced. 25% or whatnot. There's just so much. It's so in-depth for something that looks so basic on the surface and is all intents and purposes if you just want to play the story. Very basic. You go there, you hit with the hardest moves, the super effective moves, you win. Yeah, and then you fuck off, yeah. But if you go deep into it, there's a lot <coughs> There's a lot under the hood and that's why I say whilst Pokemon Violet and Scarlet are not like uh, the best performing like in terms of frames per second when you compare it to something like Zelda, which still should be better running, but there's so much information under the hood that's like moving mm. pieces in mm. numbers and stuff that um yeah that I think a lot of casual players just wouldn't give it credit for. I think that's why so a, a lot of a lot of PvP stuff is seen as somewhat niche when it comes to that. You think of you think of player versus player environments and things like that. you you think of COD battlefield the first person shooter type you don't think of pokemon as as player versus player um even world of warcraft has sort of not died out with pvp but a lot of people don't really pay it much attention anymore um so when that happens you end up with the diehards that are that are playing that and they are the people that go massively in depth and they fucking know everything because they they have to because the person that they're going against knows everything so you you slowly weed out the people that are that are just not that interested in it. And I think that's both good and sad at the same time because I think how many people miss out on PvP for that one reason in that they're just out of their depth. But you need that depthness to have PvP. Otherwise, it becomes very bland and the people that are top tier playing it are going to find something else because it just becomes boring. Yeah, that's, that's, that's why I think PvP is so good and it has a place in so many games because I'm a single-player game player i prefer single player games always have but after a while you're like right now i've done all i can do i'm bored let me take this to a competitive scene like you said where you know someone's there you know you're either making someone frustrated or angry or mm -hmm. like you know because you felt that from the other side yeah. do you know yeah. what i mean so it's um <coughs> there's a different taste of killing someone that is an actual player or being better than so proving that you are better than another person you don't know who the fuck that person is but you are you are better than them and then when you you have a ranking system and you can you can go online and you can see where you're sitting in the rankings and 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 see how how far up you are it feels good because everyone can complete a fucking game only a certain amount of people can be sitting on top of a ranked pvp system exactly. and everyone wants to be there it's yeah, something really fruity about it and Pokemon with all this integration with Pokemon Go and Pokemon Home. You know, I'm playing Pokemon Go to catch Pokemon, to send to Pokemon Home. So when the Pokemon Home integration comes into Violet and Scarlet, if there's Pokemon that I've caught 
I can just transfer them over and they mm-hmm. might be good. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean, there's there's Pokemon in games because there's like a mystery box feature on Pokemon Home. So you can put loads of Pokemon you don't want in a box mm. and then leave it for a couple of hours, come back and it will have randomly traded that box with someone else's oh, box cool. in the world. That's cool. And then you can get loads of Pokemon. So yeah, for yeah. loads of... I haven't played Pokemon <coughs> games in years. So I'm collecting so many Pokemon from other games that I've never had before. Yeah. And now I've got them in here. So when they're integrated into the... Violet, I can just go bop and transfer them over. I wish they could um, amalgamate the trading card game app with the Pokemon games. Oh, I'm sure they will. It eventually. would be very cool because obviously, for people who don't know, when you buy Pokemon cards, there's a there's a there's a card in there which has a QR code on it, and when you scan it, if you have the trading card game app, you can basically open up another virtual deck, and then it gives you um, random Pokemon cards from that set in that deck um like my my trading card game app has it's annoying because my deck on my app is better than the fucking deck that i have sitting in the in the bedroom you know what i mean there's so much better shit on this app um but it's useless because i don't i don't play through the app i I, I don't use it so it would be cool if they could sort of implement something with that because you get obviously you have gems on there as well whether it could be something like, all right, you can you out of all of the Pokemon you have, you can have some of these, and it will cost you this many gems that you've acquired through either playing on the app or just from collecting real life Pokemon cards. If there was something you could do with that, um, that would be very cool. Or and then make it say like, I don't know, if it's if it's like a legendary, obviously you can't. It wouldn't be fair to just be able to transfer a legendary over into a Pokemon game. But if it was like, okay, you can transfer it over, but you can only use it for player versus player would be a a cool thing but i'm not i don't play it so i don't really fully understand that but if they could implement something like that just to make it a little bit more useful would be would be really fucking cool yeah the in pokemon violet and scarlet they they release these raids <coughs> uh probably every month or so every fortnight on the weekends where you can go and battle uh, a raid and pokemon uh, there'll be four of you um and then you can catch it at the end it'll be like a charizard or something from the old games that you can't get mm. in uh, stuff like that and they've released one uh, at the moment but you get such good resources out of it it's such a good farming place that I've just spent all day when I've had some downtime today just farming these raids to just get resources to put into my other Pokemon because the season resets tonight <laughs> at one o'clock and there's leg- the legendary Pokemon that are in Pokemon Violet Scarlet are being integrated into the ranked because you can play with them in casual but there's rules you can't use certain Pokemon in ranked mode Right. right, so like the legendaries and stuff. Oh, so excluded. The, so the legendaries are coming in. So the meta is just going to go bang tomorrow. Completely out of the way. switched yeah, yeah. up. Yeah. And I've only caught one of the four legendaries. Um, I call him Two Chains. He's got two chains hanging from his nose. Right is that the bird? The the three the four birds? No, no, they they're like the, these are I don't know. One's a fish. One's a fucking oh, right. wolf looking thing. Uh, they're sick but um, it's going to be completely meta changing and defining so it's, it's exciting and I've this will be the first time I've started from the start of a ranked season so it'll be interesting to see how I get on throughout the course and meta's always cool for people to complain yeah but I, I just want to see fucking so constantly my plan is I want to just go into a, a few ranked battles early on I want to see how people are using these new Pokemon before I build because I want to tech for what they're doing. Mm. I don't want to build what they're building. I don't want to do what they're... I want to go, right, I'm seeing a lot of these, so I'm going to counter it with this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah. That's what I want to do. I don't want to... I want to go off meta. 
I want to I want to build to counter. I don't want to build to Meta's, just copy everyone else because then you're just mirroring it all the time and it's just frustrating. I feel like uh, uh, Meta's um, they're 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 weird, man. They're they're very strange because everyone everyone begins to follow a Meta, and I feel like it takes somewhat of the skill out of playing because everyone's doing the exact same thing everyone's doing the same rotation everyone's using the same play style um it gets very boring very quick um but it it does depend on the situation of the metas because if they are proper good it's very difficult to steer off of that because you're always hitting a brick wall always which makes it very difficult to actually enjoy going against that it's a weird one. It's, it's it's very weird. It's very, very, very weird. But the thing is with Pokemon is there might be a meta, but it, it, it doesn't matter because if you're coming up against your complete counter... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There's, yeah it there's doesn't matter, something. really. Yeah, the, yeah, the, the meta itself is, is, is different to how I may perceive Yeah, meta. well, meta in Destiny, Call of Duty, is very cut and dry. Mm. You know, this mm. gun is the best. This, this is gun. good, this isn't, this yeah. will kill you, this won't. You're at a massive disadvantage if you do not use this. Yeah, yeah. Whereas in yeah. Pokemon, yeah, there's, there's really good... <laughs> you could have all the best moves and all the best types and all the best things, but if your counter is directly the opposite to what that is... Then, it's, then no, yeah. it's no longer the best, is it? Yeah. You know, so there is meta, but in the same way there isn't. So that's why I like it as well. And even then, I suppose you don't, you ain't gonna fucking see who you're being matched up with anyway. No, no, no. Until you, you're matched up with them, you see their team. There's six Pokemon that they can choose for. But that's only uh, that's only after. Yeah, you can't ca- if you cancel out when you see that screen, then you gone. lose. Yeah, 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 yeah. So you have to you you go in with whatever team, and you see that team, you go, oh fuck that, they're gonna beat me. You can't back out. Mm. You'll just lose. So you have to go, all right. But there's been many times I've been playing and I'm playing teams I should lose to, but I've managed to get through it. It, uh, So many times it comes down to one Pokemon v one Pokemon. Well, again, just just because because you're playing against a team that on paper is better than you doesn't mean that the person behind the screen is actually better than you are. All it takes is one fuck up of a move. You've done the wrong thing or you've calculated the wrong thing. You've just messed up. Or something misses. Do you know yeah, what I mean? yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all, it's all, it's all um, RNG based stuff. So there, there, there's so many factors of it, man. That and I, I just, I just love that kind of shit. I love it so much. It's great. It's really, it's really fun. I'm having a great time. It's a it. good sense of accomplishment when you're doing well Mate, in player versus player. Yesterday was the first time that I looked at a team sheet and I went, right, he's going to pull these two out. Mm. He's going to do this. He's going to do that. And I nailed him. He didn't lay a glove on me. I killed mm. all four Pokemon before he killed any of them. And it feels good. It feels, I feel like I've it learned. It feels so good, I've mum. i up. I love it. And then obviously Pokemon Violet and Scarlet's cards come out <coughs> last night. I managed to resist, but I was watching a lot of well, unpacking. It was it was enjoyable. Can't do it, man. Can't and you you it. had a you had a bit of a big pull this week, didn't you? It was completely random. I thought, I've been thinking. I was like, I haven't bought any Pokemon cards lately for. A while. I'm trying to save for a mortgage, so it's sort of I understood how much money I've spent on Pokemon cards. So I was like, ah, oh, yeah, it, like it's cool saying that it's an investment, but when you're not selling any of it, <laughs> it's not it's not investing. Um, so. Uh, I, I sort of pulled out of buying Pokemon cards for a little bit, and then I ne- I just needed milk from the petrol station. It's the closest shop. I just needed milk, and every now and then they've got Silver Tempest in there. And I went in there, and there was I think seven or eight packs in there. So I was like, I'll have them. 
fuck it, I'll take them. And then, yeah, I, I, it was eight. I had I opened four, Steph opened four, and I think, like, the first pack she opened was the Lugia V, the um, the alternative art, which is worth, like, 100 quid, like 80 to 100 quid, something like that. And then if you get it graded and it's a decent grade, like you get that from Ace Grading, um, it's about 200 and something quid. So I was like, fucking hell, fair play. Haven't opened any cards for since my birthday. So it was it was quite nice. I that's a lie because I got you some packs. Yeah, but that was shortly after my birthday that you forgot. But anyway, it was it it, it felt nice. It felt nice. But I I I will resist. For there's a couple that I need to get graded. Um, I just can't be bothered. The, at the only moment. reason I'm so interested in Pokemon Violet and Scarlet set is because. Pokemon Violet is the first Pokemon I've played since probably I was a kid that I got mm. well into. Mm. So like the Pokemon that are in this set, I actually know and I'm invested in because I'm using them in battles. Yeah, and yeah. they'll be they'll be like just the most basic cards that I'll love because I love that Pokemon. Yeah. Whereas all these other ones that I've missed from playing years and years ago, I haven't played them, so I just don't know them. So they've got no mm. feeling, I've no feeling towards them. But yeah, like there'll be some Pokemon like Deli Bird and that. <coughs> you know, I I love them. Yeah, it's great, man. I'm having a great time. But yeah, I suppose that's enough about Pokemon, I guess. It's, it's probably so Valheim's much. dead. No, Valheim's definitely <laughs> not dead. I love that <laughs> shit. Old, uh, your boy David, he's uh, he's backtracked on it. He's loving it now, you know. Well, that old fucker. Yeah, the old boy, <laughs> he fucking loves it. Of course he, he does. He's, he's struggling against the, um, the first boss. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I told my pal, I told Rich to to tell him about the invis frames with the rolls mm-hmm. to roll into him. And then voila. But yeah, he's loving it. He's built himself a little settlement. Yeah. He's like, I had it all wrong. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, he's yeah. proper into it. So fair play to him. I love that he's loving it. I moved and rebuilt my entire base and it took an entire day to do it. Like, I'm talking the whole day of just constant moving and... Oh God, it was fucking! I tell you, man, it was it was uh, it was stressful. It was real fucking stressful. Um, I basically built a cube. I I, I thought a four uh, by four square well, with a roof on. Well, it. since I, <laughs> since you like we spoke about the fact that you can manipulate the terrain around you to build a uh, a wall um, that very little things can get through. And I thought I want that. I want that rather than just building a standard wall that I got to keep repairing. So. I was like, right, I want to do that, but I don't want my base on the ground. I was like, I want my base up in the air. So I started building stairs and I just went up. And then I was like, right, okay, I need to do this properly because when I did the first base, there I didn't treat it like proper building. There was no support structures every, anywhere or anything like that. So obviously shit that I could only build so much. And then if I built anything on it, it would start to break and things like that. So I started off with about two flights of stairs, literally just straight up. And then built a floor in. Now, naturally, you can only go about four tiles out and then it starts to break because you, there's no support. So I was like, all right, okay. I'm about fucking 20 foot in the air here. So I started building support structures and then I just kept building. So I basically just had a, a massive series of cubes. Just massive. It just, just imagine if you drew just like three lines and then another three lines and then you just kept on building up and then any any single point that you could join another bit of wood to to attach it to another bit of wood i kept doing that so this was so it was so intricate there was so much fucking wood involved in this and then i panelled it all up because naturally when it rains it it degrades so the durability goes down to 50 percent. it never breaks but it goes down to 50 percent. 
So I thought, right, one way to get around this, I'll panel around it. And then it's only those panels. Because you're talking easily, easily like a thousand pieces of wood here. Like there's a lot. There is a lot. So I paneled round it. And then at the top, I had to build the roof, which was a fucking pain in the ass because I'm shit at building roofs. Anyway, I, I managed to build fucking something, right? And then I put the bed on it. You need a fire, don't you? If you want to sleep in the bed. What can't you put fire on? Flooring. Flooring. <laughs> so I was like, fuck. What, what am I going to do here? Like, what the fuck? So I then had, a, had another fault. A fault. You can dig. So I was like, I'll dig down. And I did. So I went back down to the bottom. So my cube is still there, panelled round with the fucking roof on top of it and a bed there and fucking light. So it looks like a proper, like, like penthouse. So... What I did, I went all the way down to the bottom, so I'm outside of it. I took a panel off, right, and exposed some of the beaming, right? And then I, it was terrifying. I started to remove bits. I started taking away bits, and I got in. So I'm now in this cube. I can't see fuck all because there is literally just wood. I'll show you at some point. There is just wood everywhere. And I was like, okay, let me take out this bit of wood. Nothing happens. Okay, cool. Let me take out this bit and then this bit and then this bit. And I kept on taking more and more and more away from this structure and nothing was happening until a point where basically, imagine I'm I'm two stories up. Well, to be fair, I'm three stories up in, in the structure that I've built and I've managed to take out two entire stories within the structure that I've built and it's still standing. It's nice and solid. So I've completely hollowed it out and have now made a secondary floor within that that has all my chests on it, all my inventory, and then underneath that is my fires, my fi- another bed, all my crafting shit, stairs within stairs. There's fucking loads of stuff, man. And the bit I love about it is all I have to do is go out of it and then just put another panel up and then it looks like there's absolutely nothing there. It's great. I love it. Sounds like you undersold it when you called it a cube. It sounds quite cool. Next time we're both on, I'm coming into your world. I was, and I look at that. I was terrified because I I cleared out the bottom floor, started putting everything down, and then obviously while I'm doing this, there's the day and night cycle going right. So I'm also being fucking attacked while this is going on. Yeah, but I've built a fat off fucking wall around me, right? So in the in the interim of being attacked and building, I'm having to go over to my other base, dismantle it, and then bring it back to my base but all all while i'm doing this there's certain things i have to leave there because i've got to repair and shit like that i'm using the car of fucking it took me forever um and yeah i, I built the i built the bottom floor it don't get me wrong it doesn't look pretty but it's very functional um and i put i hollowed it out and then i started to hollow above me i put stairs in and then as I got more and more that I was hollowing out, you know the noise it makes when you dismantle something like it breaks? Yeah. I did that. And then every now and then you'd hear another bit break. <laughs> I go, oh, fuck. Like, where, where's that coming from? And it was the roof. It, the, the bits that I was taking out with the, at the bottom were the supporting structures for some of the roofs. So I've had to go back up and then, like, refix them. Um, but I think I've done all right. Like, I, I've literally got an entire floor that's now decked out with every single inventory box, and I've labelled all the inventory boxes. 
Oh, nice. So like one for like hides and bones, one for meat, one for rocks, one for seeds, one for wood. All of that shit is all fucking labelled out. I've got my smelter and all that shit that's knocking around. And then yeah, I've <clears throat> I built the I built the wall with the with the um, manipulating the landscape. So I've probably got like a ten foot fucking rock wall and then on top of that wall i've gone round and put them them wooden spike fences nice. around the entire entire structure and then i've just got one like that double door is my entrance it's very good i'm ha- i'm happy with it it's good yeah you can tell that that david's been watching videos on it or saying because rich was telling me uh he's, he's he wants to build like spike uh, fences and, and lure the troll into it because it yeah, kills yeah. it and yeah. stuff and I was like yeah you've watched videos <laughs> you've watched them 10 tips to know about Valheim I've got I've I've got obviously a lot on the Facebook um, groups and shit and some of the fucking places oh, that these nuts. people build and I don't understand where they get in the fucking room for it I don't understand how they get the brain to do yeah, it yeah but how do how they, they visualise how that? do they make them this big because I've built this entire I've gone to the limits of that fucking dotted white line that it gives you I am at the limits of that. And all I have is a fucking three-story building and a hut. How the fuck are people building castles? I don't get how they're doing it. I really don't understand it. Well, you know what that dotted line is, don't you? That's only... That's, you can build outside of that. That's only the area you can build within where your workbench is. So if you put a workbench... Oh, shit, yeah, of course. You, how stupid. Yeah, you, you just put, bang another workbench. Yeah, and then it will... Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's fucking stupid of me. I'll take everything back that I've just said. Let me pause. <laughs> I need a piss. I was about to say the same thing. There's a nice little wee-wee break. I never really know how to come back from that. We're back. Click-clack, we're back. <laughs> we're back. Well, I've, I completely forgot what we were talking about. Um... We were talking about Valheim, but I think we've done enough of that now. Fucking screw the bit. Get rid of Valheim. It's over. Nice sick game. Uh, you wanted to talk about Amazon Luna. Amazon I'm- Luna. It's um yeah, it's a um, it's new, but it isn't new, but it is, but it isn't. It's quite old, but it's actually brand new. So it it's been out in America for like eighteen months, something like that. And what Amazon Luna is is it's a streaming service for games you remember playstation now yes it's basically that that's awful but you remember how shit playstation now was yes recently i used it and it was awful nothing streamed properly the fucking servers were horrible the graphics were grim the quality was shit the loading times were wank everything about shit there's a reason why they've got rid of it well this is very very good I won't lie. It's very good. So the if you have Amazon Prime, you get access to four different games. I can't remember what they are. You get access to them for free. They're shit because they're free. But you can link your Ubisoft Plus account with this Amazon Luna. And it gives you the Ubisoft catalog. So all the Assassin's Creed, fucking The Division, Ghost Recon, things like that. Um, and then I think that is fourteen ninety nine a month. But if you don't want to use the Ubisoft Plus one, you can use the Amazon one, which I think is like £9 a month, something like that. And then you have access to another catalogue, which has like control on it. I flicked through the catalogue and there's nothing really in it for me to be interested in doing it. However, I can see why there would be quite a few. There's quite a lot of indie games on there, but there are some some gems on there. And I watched Steph's sister Lucy play it. Now, you can play it on your Fire Stick. Uh on your laptop 
on your fucking smart telly. Anything that's got basically got the Amazon app on it, you can you can play. Um, and Amazon have brought out their own controller for this service. Looks very similar to like an Xbox um, controller or, or a Stadia controller. Uh, and when I watch Lucy play it, instant, like instant play. There's no fucking around with it. The fact that you haven't got to download anything, I find that crazy because the quality is absolutely spot on. There's no limitation. You only need a download speed of 10 mega, uh, mega, megabits a second, which really isn't a lot in today's day and age. It's quite fucking manageable. And... What I wanted to see was a test on an online service game. So I watched her play Control on it. There was no input lag. The graphics were perfect. It played absolutely great. So I was intrigued to see what something like The Division 2 would play on it. Because obviously that game is entirely online. And I went onto YouTube and there was a guy that was playing it. And he played The Division 2 and he got so into it. It was it was that, it was was that playing that well, he forgot that he was doing a review on it. And just I sat there and watched him for 15 minutes just playing The Division 2. Because he forgot that he was reviewing. And I feel like if the game catalogue becomes decent... Say you put this type of game catalogue on par with like um, Xbox Game Pass then I think you've got something dangerous on your hands here. Something quite meaty. Because the fact that you don't have to download anything, I find that crazy. And it plays that well, I find it mental. I don't like that and I hope it never succeeds. I don't, Why? I don't want it to ever become... I don't gaming ever to become a streaming service. Because I just don't like... Stream it. So I don't want to be playing a game and tied to the fact that when it goes down, it's gone. Mm. I don't like that. I don't like. I don't like when the internet drops. Every now and again, it doesn't matter how good your internet is. My internet's sick now. Every mm. now and again, it will drop a bit and something will happen. I don't want that to affect Skyrim. But how often does that happen? No, it doesn't happen often, but it happens enough to be jarring if you're just trying to play you know single player gta why do you want to be streaming that and i don't i don't think it matters how good it is there's always going to be some element of input lag it, it might be like a millisecond but it will never be perfect because it's to get that button prompt it's having to send the signal from your controller to your console and then from your console to the server wherever that fucking is well, and then is, back again well this is where they've actually thought of that so the amazon lunar controller where I agree there will be some slot, some form of input lag with their their own controller you connect you can so say you're playing this on on my laptop you connect an Xbox controller because you can't connect a fucking PS5 controller or you connect a PS4 controller whatever there's going to be an input lag so that controller is connected to that game through the laptop on the game servers right and that's how it's controlling the game the controller that you can get for the Amazon Luna does not connect to the game servers. It connects to its own separate server that Amazon run. And apparently that that reduces the input lag by, I can't remember the exact number, but it basically takes the input lag from this much to this much, to an unnoticeable amount, like very, very, very minuscule. So they've kind of thought of the input lag side of it, but you have to spend the 60-odd quid to have that, that controller for it. Um, but it... It depends how much it really bothers you when it comes to input lag. From what I saw, it doesn't actually seem noticeable. 
Well, it, it depends. If it's not noticeable, then no problem. But going forward, if that is the if that is their business model, they better understand that if there's any sort of competitive gaming, you're in trouble. You need, yeah, you can't have the fucking input. Like, yeah, they'd yeah. just be blaming on that on I think constantly. I I like I like the idea of it. I'm with you in that I wouldn't want to be streaming games because I don't feel like I own them. And you're right. If something goes wrong, I can't play them. However, for people who either don't have the time to download stuff or they just don't have decent internet, my internet isn't great. It's a lot better now that I can run an Ethernet straight into the fucking laptop. But before, it's not fantastic. So downloading games that are like 70, 80, 90 gig, it's going to take quite a bit of time. But the fact that you could be able to just play these instantly with with no issue whatsoever, I think for a lot of people, that's quite a that's quite a big thing. It may not be absolutely massive now because if it was, I feel like the stadium would still be a thing because obviously that was entirely streaming and that that is no longer in existence anymore. But I feel like if you if you could if Amazon could build on their gaming catalog because they are trying to break into the gaming world, um, you've got something quite quite special there. I'm all for it as an option i just don't want that to become the mainstream i don't think it'll ever it'll ever take over i think what will happen is you won't get physical copies of gamers anymore you'll only get the fucking steelbooks because well look at fucking god of war uh you you didn't get fucking a disc with that because it is it's not the same technology anymore most most gaming shops i.e game in england and stuff like that they're they're more filled with merch and stuff than they yeah, are games they are nowadays. Games. Because games now, where it used to be you had a disc version of a game, it was less to download because some of it would be sitting on the disc. So, I don't know, fucking, let's say Red Dead Redemption's 100 gig. Well, on the disc, it might have only been 70 gig because 30 of it's sitting on that fucking disc. Whereas now, it's very much, if you get a physical copy, that disc is just a fucking an access key. That's all it is. You put that in your PlayStation and it goes, oh, you own this game. Here's the key so you can start downloading it. That's all that's on that fucking disc. It's just it's more of a gimmick than anything. It's no different to a digital download. It's very, very much the same. And I think we have spoke about it before. That's why, say, in the next 10 years, I don't think you're going to get disc games anymore. I really don't. I just think you're going to get steel books for if people want to collect them. I don't, or, or if you are going to get discs, it will just be for the sake of having the fucking key to download it digitally. I've always maintained that I hate downloading games and I'll always buy them physical. <coughs> but in the last few years, I have I can't remember the last game I bought physical. No. I just, no. Do you know what it is? Because I'm such an impatient man and I've been burnt too many times. When there's a game coming out that I want, I want it instantly. Mm. I don't want to... Oh, what if Amazon don't arrive on the release date? Mm. For, yeah, yeah. for example, exactly Star Wars Jedi Survivor comes out at the end of April. I'm gassed for that. And it just come up on my little my little deal page that it's cheaper on Amazon at the moment. It's like a deal mm. on for it. I was like, I'd rather pay more to guarantee that I've got it on the PlayStation store in yep. case Amazon turn up the day late. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you yeah. know what I mean? That's, that's just where I'm at. But uh, if it, The problem is with that, once any servers go down or you know, or, or PlayStation ceased to exist for whatever reason, your entire collection is dead. Nothing. It's all caught up in their cloud, their store, you know what I mean? There's yeah, no, you don't own nothing. That's something that you just have to fucking live with, isn't it? They're, they're <laughs> that's just how it works. Yeah. Um, a lot of games run like that. 
you own it but you ain't fucking in control of where that stuff sits man it's not like the old days me and my mate were playing his nez the other day we were playing bubble fucking bobble you know it still works you just blow the blow the cassette slap it in blow it again yeah you can't do that no more yeah half the time you need internet connection just to play these fucking things but yeah no not for me that um yeah as an option yes but as a as a i'm I'm keeping i'm keeping an eye on it um because i i I do feel like it could be something that's very very cool um i I feel like day one releases becoming a bigger thing now xbox has sort of set the standard with that one or microsoft um i don't know if you know that playstation's latest uh plus games one of them is a day one release uh, I can't remember what it was fucking called. Like that's the that's the extra plus in it. It's make it great or some fucking thing like yeah, that. I can't you don't get them called. on just the normal plan that I'm on. The little PlayStation. I thought plus. you did. I no, you, you get did. games, but you don't get like the new releases are on like the upper plan. No, I think this this the 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 free games that they're giving you for PlayStation Plus. I think this one is a day one release. Oh, okay. Um. So I think like that's that's going to be the direction, and if 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 Amazon um, Luna can can jump on that, then there's more of a reason to go to it. Uh, but it's, it's just interesting. It's a different standpoint because they're not going to come out of a fucking console. It's too much competition. Of course, they ju- everyone just wants your money in, in form of a subscription service. It's the easiest way to just make money. 100%. So. The only bit that I'd never agree with with this whole digital age is digital games being more expensive than physical. It's weird, isn't it? You ain't fucking got any cost. You ain't got to make anything. You, just, you li- copy and paste the fucking game onto a key, please. Give it to me. I don't understand why it's why the PlayStation Store is charging me seventy five fucking quid for a ten year old game, but I can go and buy it on Amazon for fucking five quid. Why? Why? Just because you got ease of access of it being on a fucking server? It suck my dick. It's so annoying. I hate it so much. Other than that, I love digital games. <laughs> <laughs> nice and convenient. Right, last but not least, Zelda Tears of the Kingdom had a hands-on gameplay reveal for the first time in its existence. It was good, wasn't it? I enjoyed it. Initial impressions. Uh, it looks exactly the same as Breath of the Wild, which is not a bad thing. I'm not moaning. I will not bash that because I thought it looked fine. Um, new powers, new abilities. Still, weapons are breaking. Instantly, as soon as he started hitting things with that branch and it snapped, I was like, Yeah, but then he then he fucking terraformed it into something else. He did terraform it. But as I said before, all I want from Breath of the Wild and Tears of the Kingdom now is just a way to repair weapons. I don't care if they break, that's fine. But don't let me find a sick weapon and then not be able to use it again. Because I won't fucking use it. You don't know if that's going to be implemented or not, though. No, that's what I'm saying. I hope hide, it is. They're hiding a lot of stuff. I hope it is, because I <coughs> and many other game gamers um, suffer from a condition, which I think stems from RPGs, which is too good to use syndrome. Yeah, so you'll pick, exactly the same. You'll pick items up, you'll pick potions up, you'll pick uh, money up, you'll pick all these things up, and you won't fucking use them because you always go, oh, I might need it later. And you end the game with millions in the bank, thousands of potions. I use them. Yeah, see, I don't. I use them because I think, fuck it. And then like, in Breath of the Wild, I'd pick up a sick weapon and I'd never use it because I didn't want it to break after five swings. So hopefully they've they've looked at the feedback from everything else and they've looked at what people were doing in that game with like with all the amazing physics that it has. 
and making things fly and stuff like that. And they've gone, right, well, they could do that without any tools. Now here's a toolkit to go and make what the fuck you want and build rafts and spaceships and fucking <coughs> whatever else you want to build just to see how all the mechanics work. And the great thing about Breath of the Wild was there was no like way to do anything. You 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 could make it work a completely different way to everybody else. So it's interesting to see how your brain reacts to the tools that are put in front of you in these games. So I'm gassed for that. The the future, uh, this month and next month is scary because I've got Star Wars Jedi Survivor comes out at the end of April. Mm-hmm. Then we have got Diablo and fucking and Zelda next month. Yep, mad, fucking mad month, bro. I I think just quickly going back to Zelda. I don't think there's going to be a repair system in it for the reasons that I think they've sunk a lot of time from what we briefly saw into crafting your own weapons and changing and all the different possibilities of that. So I feel like if you then introduce a repairing system, it takes away from that inherent want to create different types of weapons. If you, like with the stick and the fucking, the rock... So you got this this rock stick. Well, if you fucking break that, but you can repair it, well, there's no reason why why you'd make a different version of that because I've got one here. But if that breaks, you might go, all right, well, rather than me keep making sticks and rocks and putting them together, I might put a stick and a fucking mushroom together or, or, or whatever. I know it's very basic, but I just feel like if you introduce a repair system to that, you're taking away from a system that is encouraging you to explore different um mixtures of 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 ingredients yeah i hear that and i agree with what you're saying and i completely understand but what is the obsession with forcing me to use everything creativity why can't i just find something i love and let me enjoy it for what i enjoy because they do let you enjoy it and then when it breaks you just make another one <laughs> it doesn't work like that it didn't in breath for a while yeah but it works like that now you watch them do it if you yeah, break it you just go and make another one of whatever you've broken yeah, but you don't know how rare the thing that i want to use is well then that's your problem for not no, wanting to use it it's their problem no, because no. they're fucking making the cunting thing fucking break no that's your problem no. that is your problem no, if you've got a fucking angry. weapon that is fucking sick you use it use the motherfucker yeah and then it breaks breaks and then i can't get another one yeah but you've enjoyed it it's not about it's not the point it is the point let me play the fucking game how i want to fucking play it stop forcing these shit cunting systems down my throat i ain't fucking buying it fuck cunting game dead to me when you got rivers of blood on elden ring why did you like it so much because it hit hard and it fucking killed shit yeah so if it ever broke if you ever you used it for i don't know four hours and then it breaks you just don't get angry. You just look at the four hours you had it and go, yeah, that weapon was fucking sick. Now let's find something else. No, I don't. Yes. I go, I loved that and it's gone. I want that back. No. Yes. You can't have it back. Fuck off. You're, you're talking such shit. All right. What if I then did this? All right. Four hours, it's going to break. You go, I love that. I want that fucking back. And I go, all right, mate, you can have that back. But you just got to grind a little bit to get this stuff to have it back if you want it back that bad. No, Off I'm, you trot. I want the weapon that I picked up. I don't want a different one. I want the one yeah, I fucking... It'd be the same fucking the thing, point. man. Why? Why do I have to do that? Because <coughs> that, that's what Breath of the Wild is. That's what Zelda wants you to do. They want no, you it... to explore the oh. different fucking types of weapons and shit, man. This is what the, I feel like this entire game 
is wanting you to explore your own creativity. You can make your own fucking rafts and That's shit. That's fine, man. and I will. But and your weapons I as want well. a fucking sword that I've found, and I'll put that in the back, and I'll go, what's this? Let me put these together. Oh, that's cool. Anyway, let me get my sword out and hit that. Yes, yes, but you might... You, so you pick up this sword, and you fucking love it. You're wanking off to it in the shower. This sword is the best thing that you have ever seen in your life. You've left Gemma. This sword is everything, right? Well, when you put this fucking rock on this sheep head and then attach it to a crane and make some weird fucking mace thing, you might look at that and go, oh, that's cool, and then slap it in your bag and forget about it because you've got this really cool sword. But you may never realise that that thing that you've just slapped in your bag is actually ten times better than the fucking sword that you're holding. But because you love this sword so much and you're not interested in changing, you actually ended up with a shitter weapon than what you've already fucking made. Who cares? That's how I want to play the game. Yes, but why? Why would you do that? Because that's something my better? fucking prerogative. That's what I want to do. Just because we had this discussion, <coughs> I don't want to wear fucking armour in Destiny that is good because it's got good stats. I want to wear what looks good. Hence why there's a fucking transmog system in every fucking game now. Yeah. Exactly. Because you want to wear what you want to wear. Yeah. So I want to use what I want to fucking use. So let me use it and stop fucking breaking. But you can. You just make another one. It's not the fucking point. You're so frustrating. I want to live Why is it frustrating? Table. Stop why? it. Yeah, but why is it frustrating? You're just sucking up because you don't want Steph to listen to it and be like, no. Oh, Zelda! Oh, I'm so angry because uh, you shut on Zelda. I'm going, oh, Risha in so much trouble. So you're scared. So you're just saying, because off camera, off fucking audio, <laughs> you are not like this. You're like, fuck Zelda. Zelda's a piece of shit. Nintendo's for kids. It's a load of wank. When you're on here, you're like, oh, the Nintendo Switch is such an awesome bit of equipment. I can see why Nintendo wants the, the weapons to break, because if they break, then you experiment with your own fucking mind. Fuck off. This is character development. I'm not buying it. Now, everyone on the podcast knows how many opinions I've had on various different things, and in the following episode, I've changed my opinion completely, <laughs> because I've given it at the time of day. Nintendo's no different. I, I never used to like Nintendo, but I, uh, they've grown on me. And it's not because I'm scared of Steph. If it was because I was scared... <laughs> after this, I'm going to tell her to fucking listen to the previous episode, and then we'll see who's fucking scared of Steph. But it's I, I think... I genuinely think that it's a good idea. You sitting there going, oh, I want my fucking sword forever. Well, you have your fucking sword. You go and hit 10 things with it and then just leave it in your fucking bag. Listen, I'm sorry. You can't even have an opinion because you've never played the game. You go play that game, then come back to me and tell me it's not fucking annoying. Every three swings, your weapon breaks. You go in your backpack, you've got 50 weapons. (laughs) I'm not joking. Go play it and then come on next week and tell me it's not... Exactly. It's not the most frustrating thing in the world. You go look at any Zelda comments on any fucking post and I guarantee you their biggest gripe with the game is the weapons breaking. Clarky didn't even buy Breath of the Wild because of the weapons breaking. It is a problem that people don't want to have. So to have it forced down your throat is a fucking pain in the ass. Yes, this system seems to alleviate some of them issues and it looks a lot better. But it still doesn't take away the fact, probably, that if I've got something I like, I won't use it because I don't want to break the fucking thing. So it's wasted. I won't use it. You're going against what you want me to do. You want me to use all these things, but I won't use the good shit because I don't want to break it. It's dumb. (laughs) All right? Are you excited for it? Yes, well, I was. I was, now I'm fucking sick of it. I hope it fucking Why? gets cancelled. Because you've annoyed me. You're such a wet lettuce. I'm tired. You know that. You I, piss I, me off. No, it's ridiculous. 
Either way. Suck a dick. Either way. <laughs> <laughs> we nearly got through a whole podcast. <laughs> nearly. I don't really give a fuck. I'm not going to play it. I know you ain't. I know you've just done it to prod me. I know exactly what you're doing. I hate the idea of having to make my own raft. <laughs> <laughs> just give me a boat. <laughs> Couldn't think of anything worse than fucking breaking weapons. You just wanted to fucking wind me up. Give me a fucking boat. I don't want to have to sit there and make one that propels itself. Just give me the fucking stuff, man. Give me a ground mount. Give me a water mount. Give me a fly mount. Simple as that. Fucking soppy cunt. (laughs) I think the weapon thing is cool, but yeah, I can very much see how it is annoying that they keep breaking. Thank you. That's all I wanted is a bit of understanding. I understand you. Thank you. That's all I wanted. Some empathy. Yeah, Yeah, you're a dick. I'm going. Listen, we got to do the Patreon, but just bear in mind, next week we're going on the Star Wars thing on Friday, so it'll either be no change for you where we've recorded it on a Thursday and released it on a Friday, or it might be a day or two late, depending. We don't know what we're doing yet. We haven't discussed it. I'm too tired to sort anything out right now, so we'll we'll let you You'll have content. Don't worry about that, you little fucking maggots. You'll have something to listen to, yeah? Exactly, but we're going to uh, go and record for the important people that pay us now. <laughs> That's where the good shit happens. <laughs> That's where the money is. <laughs> we're going to go over to the money side. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for listening anyway. We appreciate you all and we want your thoughts and, and feelings on Zelda. No, we, we don't. don't. Not me anyway, please. <laughs> no. If you're going to come at me with that shit, don't bother. Bro. At least wait till tomorrow because I'll rip, I'll rip heads <laughs> off fucking shoulders. <laughs> I need sleep. <laughs> All right. See you later, everyone. Uru. Uru.